0: Good afternoon, friends. This is Lisa with another daily reading. Today's April 26th. Uh, There was a lot going on yesterday, so I didn't do the daily reading, so I'm gonna do two of them today. So we will date this one for yesterday. Reason being, yesterday I had a moth and insect infestation in my new little house. So I had to have my son come out and help me caulk the whole thing airtight. It's no fun waking up in the middle of the night battling moths that my bed is like right below a window. So it's just fluttering all night long. So that was miserable. I felt like it was a plague. If it was grasshoppers, I think I would have had a heart attack. So we're at Jeremiah 51 and 52. This is the utter destruction of Babylon. Thus says the Lord, Babylon, I will rise up against Babylon, against those who dwell in Leb-Kamai, a destroying wind. And I will send winnowers to Babylon, who shall winnow her and empty her land. For in the day of doom they shall be against her all around. Against her let the archer bend his bow, and lift himself up against her in this armor. Do not spare her young men, utterly destroy all her army. Thus the slain shall fall in the land of the Chaldeans, and those thrust through in her streets. For Israel is not forsaken, nor Judah, by his God, the Lord of hosts though their land was filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel. Interjection. I had a vision. Uh, sometime in early 2018, <clears throat> excuse me, and I've been going through my, my journals of that time and my notebooks, and I didn't run across it, so I'm going to have to look for that. But anyway, it was a tsunami, a huge wave, like three times the size of the tallest skyscraper. Of course, this, you know, this was after the Twin Towers were downed. Um, and it was huge. And it was coming in, of course, from the sea. And at the point that I saw this wave, It was like just within a mile of hitting the coastline. And this was early 2018. Yesterday, I was listening to some prophets on YouTube that I trust. And I'm not going to name names, but she was also saying the same thing. In late 2017, I believe, she saw in a vision a tsunami just about hitting the coast of New York. The Lord showed her later that it was this coronavirus and the reason it was New York is it was because that was the subsequent fall, the heart of the United States, the financial center. Um, And so that was the economic disaster that she saw along with, you know, what brought it on, of course, was the coronavirus. Um, COVID-19 so I just wanted to put that in there because it says that mystery Babylon destruction of Babylon and a lot of people think that this is New York um, because New York represents all of America so I just wanted to put that in there let's go on verse six Flee from the midst of Babylon, and everyone save his life. Do not be cut off in her iniquity, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He shall recompense her. Babylon was a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunk. The nations drank her wine, therefore the nations are deranged. Babylon has suddenly fallen and been destroyed. Wail for her, take balm for her pain, perhaps she may be healed. We would have healed Babylon but she is not healed forsake her and let us go everyone to his own country for her judgment reaches to heaven and is lifted up to the skies the lord has revealed our righteousness come and let us declare in zion the work of the lord our god for those of us in america when it says to flee babylon um, we can't flee to other countries countries where You know, there's no international travel anymore. So we're all kind of stuck here. Um, But we can flee out of the big cities. And it says, come and let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God. There are those Christians who know how to get to Zion. Zion is the throne room. It's, It's the spiritual presence of God himself. And the only way to get there is to be in the presence more than just wanting to come in. Can I come in right now? You have to know how to enter into his presence. And to do that, you need the fullness of God. You need to have regular time talking to the Father. You need to have born-again experience with Jesus the Son, the Son of God, the Lamb of God. And you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is how we enter into the presence of God. Verse 11. Make the arrows bright. Gather the shields. The Lord has raised up the spirit of the kings of the Medes. For his plan is against Babylon to destroy it, because it is the vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance for his temple. Set up the standard on the walls of Babylon. Make the guard strong. Set up the watchmen. Prepare the ambushes. For the Lord has both devised and done what he spoke against the inhabitants of Babylon. O you who dwell by many waters, abundant in treasures, your end has come, the measure of your covetousness. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, surely I will fill you with men as with locusts, and they shall lift up a shout against you. He has made the earth by his power, he established the world by his wisdom, and stretched out the heaven by his understanding. When he utters his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens. He causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightnings for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. Everyone is dull-hearted, without knowledge. Every metalsmith is put to shame by the carved image, for his molded image is his falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are futile, a work of errors. In the time of their punishment, they shall perish. The portion of Jacob is not like them. For he is the maker of all things, and Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Interjection. The portion of Jacob, that is Christ. He's our portion. Verse 20. You are my battle axe and weapons of war, for with you I will break the nation in pieces. With you I will destroy kingdoms interjection who is he talking to israel the tribe of his inheritance spiritual israel israel of of those those are us who have we've all descended from adam and eve all of us so you know and and of course noah also um so all of us i would venture to say have israeli blood in us israeli dna it may be extremely diluted but we all came from adam and adam was the first israelite jew so let us go on he's talking about israel the tribe of his inheritance that's those of us who go by the name of the lord jesus christ verse 21 With you I will break in pieces the horse and its rider. With you I will break in pieces the chariot and its rider. With you also I will break in pieces man and woman. With you I will break in pieces old and young. With you I will break in pieces the young man and the maiden. With you also I will break in pieces the shepherd and his flock. With you I will break in pieces the farmer and his yoke of oxen. And with you I will break in pieces governors and rulers. And I will repay Babylon and all the inhabitants of Chaldea for all the evil they have done in Zion in your sight. Behold, I am against you, O destroying mountain, who destroys all the earth, says the Lord. And I will stretch out my hand against you, roll you down from the rocks, and make you a burnt mountain. They shall not take from you a stone for a corner, nor a stone for a foundation. But you shall be desolate forever, says the Lord." Set up a banner in the land, blow the trumpet among the nations, prepare the nations against her, call the nations together against her, Ararat, many, Ashkenaz. Appoint a general against her, cause the horses to come up like the bristling locusts. Prepare against her the nations with the kings of the Medes, its governors, and all its rulers, and all the land of his dominion. And the land will tremble in sorrow, for every purpose of the Lord shall be performed against Babylon. To make the land of Babylon a desolation without inhabitant. The mighty men of Babylon have ceased fighting, they have remained in their strongholds, their might has failed. They became like women, they have burned her dwelling places, the bars of her gate are broken. One runner will meet to will run to meet another, and one messenger to meet another, to show the king of Babylon that his city is taken on all sides. The passages are blocked, the reeds they have burned with fire. And the men of war are terrified. Interjection. <clears throat> that sounds like the United States, the president. One runner will run to meet another to show the king that his city is taken on all sides. Where is Trump's Tower? That's in Manhattan, I believe. I'm not. I'm pronouncing doom on our country, or our president. Prophetically, we have, we have walked away and prophetically, we have to pay for that. We can't forsake our God and his covenant and expect to just have nothing happen. Verse 33, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, The daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor. When it is time to thresh her, yet a little while, and the time of her harvest will come. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me up like a monster. He has filled his stomach with my delicacies. He has spit me out. Let the violence done to me and my flesh be upon Babylon. The inhabitant of Zion will say, and my blood be upon the inhabitants of Chaldea. Jerusalem will say, Therefore thus says the Lord, Behold, I will plead your case and take vengeance for you. I will dry up her sea and make her springs dry. Babylon shall become a heap, a dwelling place for jackals, an astonishment and a hissing without an inhabitant. They shall roar together like lions. They shall growl like lions' whelps. In their excitement I will prepare their feasts. I will make them drunk that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not awake, says the Lord. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams with male goats. Oh how Shishak is taken! Oh, how the praise of the whole earth is seized. How Babylon has become desolate among the nations. Interjection. The praise of the whole earth. That, not to sound like a proud American, but that sounds like America. Verse 42. The sea has come up over Babylon. She is covered with a multitude of its waves interjection that sounds like the tsunami vision several of us many of us have seen <clears throat> verse 43 her cities are a desolation a dry land and a wilderness a land where no one dwells though which through which no son of man passes i will punish bel in babylon and i will bring out of his mouth what he has swallowed and the nation shall not stream to him anymore yes the wall of babylon shall fall My people go out from the midst of her, and let everyone deliver himself from the fierce anger of the Lord, and lest your heart faint and you fear for the rumor that will be heard in the land. A rumor will come one year, and after that, in another year, a rumor rumor will come and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Therefore, behold, the days are coming that I will bring judgment on the carved images of Babylon. Her whole land shall be ashamed, and all her slain shall fall in her midst." And the heavens and the earth and all that is in them shall sing joyously over Babylon, for the plunderers shall come to her from the north, says the Lord. Interjection, Russia? China? Don't know. Verse 49, as Babylon has caused the slain of Israel to fall, so at Babylon the slain of all the earth shall fall. You who have escaped the sword, get away, do not stand still. Remember the Lord afar off and let Jerusalem come to your mind. We are ashamed because we have heard reproach. Shame has covered our faces, for strangers have come into the sanctuaries of the Lord's house. Verse 52, Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will bring judgment on her carved images, and throughout all her land the wounded shall groan. Though Babylon were to mount up to heaven and though she were to fortify the height of her strength yet from me plunderers would come to her says the Lord the sound of a cry comes from Babylon and great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans because the Lord is plundering Babylon and silencing her loud voice through her waves though her waves roar like great waters and the noise of their voice is uttered because the plunderer comes against her against Babylon and her mighty men are taken Every one of their bows is broken, for the Lord is the God of recompense. He will surely repay, and I will make drunk her princes and wise men, her governors, her deputies, and her mighty men, and they shall sleep a perpetual sleep and not awake, says the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the broad walls of Babylon shall be utterly broken, and her high gates shall be burned with fire. The people will labor in vain, and the nations because of the fire, and they shall be weary. I'd like to interject here. We're almost done with chapter fifty-one. The wares and the and the carved images and the and and all of this of the Chaldeans, it's all the center, the epicenter of greed and and power and wanting to displace the Lord and put themselves up on their own tower and pedestal. That's how Babylon first started. And that's why the description of America or the heart of America, New York, is being described in that manner. Verse 59. The word which Jeremiah the prophet commanded Saria, the son of seriah the son of Neriah, the son of Mesaiah, when he went with Zedekiah, the king of Judah, to Babylon in the fourth year of his reign. And Saraiah was the quartermaster. So Jeremiah wrote in a book all the evil that would come upon Babylon, all these words that are written against Babylon. And Jeremiah said to Saraiah, when you arrive in Babylon and see it, and read all these words, then you shall say, O Lord, you have spoken against this place to cut it off, so that none shall remain in it, neither man nor beast, but it shall be desolate forever. Now it shall be, when you have finished reading this book, that you shall tie a stone to it and throw it out into the Euphrates. Then you shall say, Thus Babylon shall sink and not rise from the catastrophe that I will bring upon her, and they shall be weary. Thus far are the words of Jeremiah. (coughs) If New York is to be hit and struck and I don't know if it is I only know what the Lord is showing me if it is I've been there I took a cruise ship out of New York and and the uh, in the Hudson River you know the Statue of Liberty all of it was right there we sailed past all of it New York is surrounded by waters I I dare to say that it wouldn't take much to put New York underwater. This is a saddening and horrific thought. And I think if anyone le- lives there, they should leave. But who am I? I'm just a widowed woman sitting in the middle of the desert somewhere. All right. Jeremiah 52, the last chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamutel, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. He also did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For because of the anger of the Lord, this happened in Jerusalem and Judah, till he finally cast them out from his presence. Then Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Now it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, that Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon and all his army came against Jerusalem and encamped against it, and they built a siege wall against it all around. So the city was besieged until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. By the fourth month, on the ninth day of the month, the famine had become so severe in the city that there was no food for the people of the land. Then the city wall was broken through, and all the men of war fled and went out of the city at night by way of the gate between the two walls, which was by the king's garden, even though the Chaldeans were near the city all around. And they went by way of the plain. One quick interjection. There's a famine going on. The famine's going on because nobody can leave their dwellings. Nobody can can go outside. Nobody can leave the cities. <laughs> What does that sound like? And the Chaldeans were camped all the way around, just waiting for everybody to come out in a weakened state. Verse 8. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king, and they overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. All his army was scattered from him, so they took the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon at Riblah in the land of Hamath, and he pronounced judgment on him. Then the king of Babylon killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes, and he killed all the princes of Judah in Riblah. He also put out the eyes of Zedekiah, and the king of Babylon bound him in bronze fetters, took him to Babylon, and put him in prison till the day of his death. Now in the fifth month on the tenth day of the month, which was the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard who served the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He burned the house of the Lord and the king's house, all the houses of Jerusalem, that is, all the houses of the great, he burned with fire. And all the army of the Chaldeans who were with the captain of the guard broke down all the walls of Jerusalem all around. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive some of the poor people, the rest of the people who remained in the city, the defectors who had deserted to the king of Babylon, and the rest of the craftsmen. But Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, left some of the poor of the land, as vine dressers and farmers. Interjection. The vine dressers take care of the wine, the new wine. The farmers take care of the wheat and the barley. These are the preparations for the coming of the Lord. This is the preparation for the Holy Spirit outpouring. See Joel chapter 2. Verse 17, the bronze bronze pillars that were in the house of the Lord and the carts in the bronze sea that were in the house of the Lord, the Chaldeans broke in pieces and carried all their bronze to Babylon. They also took away the pots, the shovels, the trimmers, the bowls, the spoons, and all the bronze utensils with which the priests ministered. Interjection. The stuff was bronze now because back in the day, remember, the Lord allowed the temple to be plundered. I can't remember by who, but I read it not too long ago. And the gold was all taken away. I think that was the Assyrians. The gold was all taken away. And so they had to to do their ministering in the house of the Lord. They had to have these utensils, and all they had was bronze. Verse 19, the basins, the fire pans, the bowls, the pots, the lampstands, the spoons, and the cups. Whatever was solid gold and whatever was solid silver, the captain of the guard took away. The two pillars, one sea, the twelve bronze bulls which were under it, and the carts which King Solomon had made for the house of the Lord. The bronze of all these articles was beyond measure. Now concerning the pillars, the height of one pillar was eighteen cubits. A measuring line of twelve cubits would measure its, could measure its circumference, and its thickness was four fingers. It was hollow. A capital of bronze was on it, and the height of one capital was five cubits, with a network and pomegranates all around the capital, all of bronze. The second pillar with pomegranates was the same. There were 96 pomegranates on the sides. All the pomegranates all around on the network were 100. <clears throat> Captain of the guard took Sariaia, the chief priest, Zephaniah, the second priest, and the three doorkeepers. He also took out of the city an officer who had charge of the men of war. Seven men of the king's close associates who were found in the city the principal scribe of the army who mustered the people of the land and the 60 men of the people of the land who were found in the midst of the city. And Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard took these and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. Then the king of Babylon struck them and put them to death at Riblah in the land of Hamath. Thus Judah was carried away captive from its own land. These are the people whom Nebuchadnezzar carried away captive in the seventh year 3,023 Jews. In the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar, he carried away captive from Jerusalem, 832 persons. In the 23rd year of Nebuchadnezzar, 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 the captain of the guard, carried away captive of the Jews, 745 persons. All the persons were 4,600. Now it came to pass in the 37th year of the captivity of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, in the 12th month, on the 25th day of the month, that evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the first year of his reign, lifted up the head of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and brought him out of prison. And he spoke kindly to him and gave him a more prominent seat than those of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiakim changed from his prison garments, and he ate bread regularly before the king all the days of his life. And as for his provisions... There was a regular ration given him by the king of Babylon, a portion for each day until the day of his death, all the days of his life. Why was Jehoiakim freed? We don't know. When all this is said and done in the United States, and granted, this this could be a long time this it could take a long time to play out and if you don't believe me if you don't feel I'm hearing from the lord you can you can just shut it off it doesn't bother me i'm not i'm not worried about it and i i pray god turns all of this around and doesn't allow calamity come against our nation. I pray that all of us Christians, real, real Christians, get mad at me if you want, but if you're walking in sin, you're backslidden and you're not part of his true church. You're not part of the bride. He's not going to take a bride that isn't pure and spotless put that into your app and search pure and spotless bride he's not going to take anyone who isn't pure and spotless if you haven't allowed the Holy Spirit first of all to come in if you haven't asked the Holy Spirit to come in and be baptized with the Holy Spirit that's the first thing you need to do after you get born again that is the absolute first thing you need to do do not hesitate after that then you need to wait for the sanctification. Sanctification is being set apart, going through trials and sufferings Jesus did, and so do we. We don't get a pass. If you want to go to heaven where there is no suffering, you have to go through what Jesus went through here. You have to pick up your cross daily. If you feel the Lord is telling you to do something in faith, you do it. You don't question it. You just do it. <clears throat> and it's hard because people make fun of you. They'll say, oh, they're a holy roller. Oh, she's a Bible thumper. Oh, Jesus freak. Get away. You know, there's those that, are, that have not been destined to your same destiny. God is writing your destiny. He is revealing your purpose. All you need to do is get alone with him and seek him, and he will, he will make it clear. He'll make it clear to you. So in closing, like I said, I'm going to try and keep these under 30 minutes. Um, this one's for April 25th, even though it's being released on the 26th. <clears throat> next is Lamentations 1 and 2, and I'm going to work on that now. So until next time, shalom.